I'm so excited. What are we doing? This is Mystery Cheese, the podcast about field trips. I'm Leslie. Hello, I'm Dot. And today our field trip is the Peace Awareness Labyrinth and Gardens. We're very excited about it. Mm -hmm. And that was on West Adams in Los Angeles, of course. And uh, I mentioned this because of our pairing, which is red wine, because the the mansion that is on there is a built with wine fortunes yeah and has a kind of a wine theme along the house because the initial owners were uh wine connoisseurs and wine barons yeah (laughs) wine barons um but first what are we excited about leslie um i'm excited about the swan boats at echo park lake have you seen the new paddle boats are those new they like just came out a couple weeks ago. Oh, I always thought that they were there, but they were really clean <laughs> looking. No, they're shaped like giant swans. I thought those were always there. I didn't know they were brand new. Are you serious? Yeah. We had your birthday party there. I was in a boat at your birthday party. I remember they took the boats away or they just <laughs> added swans. The swans are the boats. They don't have any other boats anymore. No, it's you all can swans? only ride in a swan. Whoa. Well, then, uh, I mean, now you have to get your hippo boat. Swans are like adjacent to hippos, right? <laughs> yeah, but I would love to see it just like one hippo above a bunch of swans. <laughs> yeah, surrounding it. Yeah, and I think um they put buoys around the fountain in the center, right? There's like I, yeah, I saw orange. some buoys when I was driving by the <laughs> other day. I was wondering why. I was like, those are new. I wonder if they had a bunch of problems with people getting stuck in the fountain. Or maybe the this, this the swans are just you know they're daredevils. You need to mark things. <laughs> yeah, they are bigger, so I feel like you can go off roading in them. Um, as some of you may remember, I several years ago did a Kickstarter, which was not a Kickstarter. It was specifically me peer pressuring all my friends to put in a hundred dollars so that I could buy. A hippo paddle boat and we would all go in we would all be partners in it and then we could take it to echo park lake for our yacht club meetings (laughs) and i got the hippo did look very majestic it was was very it was a close call you i mean I, th- I think you said you weren't going to kick in because you're cheap. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I most likely will. Decline. Nicole was in for 100. I was in for 100. Yeah, Jake was yeah. in for 100. Anyway, so I found this uh, Pippo paddle boat that was on Craigslist. And it used to be at the Lion Country Safari in Irvine. And I was very... Um, passionate about that project and I did actually get enough people to pledge a hundred bucks that we were going to buy it for I think it was like a thousand dollars or something and then it sold and I didn't have a place to keep it anyway so it's fine because I think in the end I just wanted to know that I I had the support of my friends to follow my hippo boat paddle boat dreams. Sorry, <laughs> except for Dadia, who who supports all of my free field trip dreams. I know, except the hippo. I don't know what it, what it was. And you were like, "Well, I'll just ride in it sometimes." I'm like, "We're all just gonna ride in it sometimes." <laughs> I'm not gonna live in it. What am I rich for a hundred dollars? I don't think so. Uh, well, that. I didn't know the swans were brand new. I don't know why. I, I have last, noticed them. Within the last couple of weeks, uh, oh, there are these like giant, like four foot tall swan shaped. That's great. I didn't know got, they got rid of the old boats. 
they're gone. So I don't know if it's a new vendor that just is really like pushing their swan agenda <laughs> or what, but they're majestic and they have little canopies. I'm for it. I'm all about shade. So <laughs> yeah, yes, as we learned today on both field trips. What are you excited about? Um, I'm excited that I'm actually working on a short film with my friend Sandra and I get to make puppets. <gasps> And I feel like puppets have been a theme this entire season. They have. Yeah. And so everything's coming full circle a little bit. And um, she's actually worked with Bob Baker before. And we were going to borrow puppets. But I was like, no, if we're going to build everything like set design costumes, I could build some puppets. And one of the puppets has a giant head. So I don't know when the last time anyone has ever used paper mache or paper mache anything. I haven't in like over a decade. And I'm really excited to get into that <laughs> um can i can i volunteer to help you of course i would love i would love uh help with that yeah let's paper machine it's stuff. gonna get super messy i'm really into it <laughs> and apparently there's a bunch of different ways you can make um paper mache now with that you don't need to like boil anything you could just use like flour and water well there's also you can just like um thin out elmer's glue and then i also saw that you can put newspaper and glue in your blender or maybe buy a blender thrift store but you can <laughs> yeah. um like if you want to build up features as i was looking into doing some paper mache so this is very oh, uh, in my wheelhouse yeah but you can make a paste that you can um actually like start modeling some of the yeah i kind of wanted the giant head puppet to be like my face <laughs> a little bit it's gonna be horrifying um but then you have like one of those giant balloons and that is your mache. dream you did text me a picture of an elderly woman who had a puppet that yes. uh, fed the squirrels that look just like her. A little marionette, yeah. So in this like, case, you'll be, be you'll be the smaller squirrel feeder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, with a giant paper mache head. Well, that's exciting. Um, um, I look forward to this project. Yeah, no, me too. And I'm I'm excited now that you are willing to come paper mache with me. That's cool. I yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. All right. Uh, we went today to the Peace Awareness Labyrinth and Gardens. And it is um, adjacent to this mansion in West Adams. We've kind of had like a religious theme in addition to puppets this season. Yeah. And how did you hear about this place initially? Because you had been there before. I don't remember exactly how I found it. I think I was looking for tours of mansions in West Adams, which <laughs> sounds correct. Yeah. And it was surrounded by a bunch of other really cool it's buildings. It's a really cool area. And there are some really interesting like historic mansions in that area. And then there was, I got on their mailing list. And I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And they had a, um, an evening session where they did a sound bath and a meditation. And I went and you get to like lay down in the middle of this living room of this mansion, uh, like, like a serious legitimate mansion. Yeah. And it was very pretty. And I like sound baths, meditation in mansions. And at the as that I was leaving to go do it, I, I told, I, I saw Nicole my way out and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this sound bath meditation. She looked at me like, that doesn't sound, I'm like, I'm like, it's an incredible mansion. And she's like, ah, that, that tracks. Like uh -huh. that, that sounds like a Leslie activity. Um, and it was just, it was stunning because we went at night and it was all lit up and it was just this sort of like beacon of beauty. Yeah. Well, that's cool that we got to go kind of early, early daytime. So you got to see it at night and on a really beautiful I'm getting Sunday very day. well acquainted. Yeah. So it's a good mansion to so get So we went, with. you have to, um, it's free. It's open to the public. They are mostly open Monday through Friday, but they do one Saturday a month where you can come into their, their meditation gardens. And you have to make an appointment. You make an appointment. All their stuff goes through Eventbrite, but it's free and just, they want to heads up um, to expect you mm -hmm. and, and our tour was intimate which that seems to also be a kind of I actually theme. and I really liked our third too, too uh, yeah. she was really nice um so the it starts we start out in the the mansion so if after you've been before you can go and use their meditation gardens whenevs and you don't have to do the introduction tour but they were telling us about the the Gustav I'm totally saying this wrong Guasti 
G-U-A-S-T-I villa story. But they were Italian. They were an Italian wine wine barons. Mm-hmm. And so they built this gorgeous house between 1910 and 1914. And it has a wine theme throughout. And there's cherubs and muses and grapes. A lot of ornate architecture on the inside that reminded me a lot of the Getty Villa a lot of the well and I, that makes total sense because the Getty Villa is built in the 70s but it was also like them importing like a ton of European things and it's kind yeah of, it's kind of a flex it's a show of wealth and it's like importing right. various things to give legitimacy to something that's sort of like aping the style uh-huh. but I, I, I say that with love in my heart because it's really just it is beautiful and it does it looks like a classic Italian villa on the outside yeah and lots of chandeliers Winding staircase. It's very glamorous. And quarter sawn oak. And then the the two, there's like a, was originally, there's like a very grand foyer. And mm-hmm. then the, uh, what had been the the Mr. and Mrs. Um, yeah, the boys and girls room that they like tear down the wall. But you can still tell that the front of the house was for the women with their tea. And it was like lighter in color where there was more natural sunlight. And then towards the back of the room was all like darker version where the men, next to the fireplace. They get the a fireplace. fireplace. Yeah. And it's supposed to have like all dark cigars and brandy, cognac, whatever. And th- I liked it. It was one room now. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even separated. And with, I had actually sat in the woman's area when I did the, the sound bath meditation. Yeah. And there's probably like 40 people when we went. That's I went with um, our, my friend decorator Max. And I had actually wondered what the difference was because the, it's pretty marked, like the vibe of the ceilings. And they, because they removed the wall, you can still see the very ornate coved and carved ceilings. And Yeah, the ceilings are really neat. I did like that when he said... They chose that location because at that time, downtown was all the hustle and bustle where all the businesses were. That West Adams, that location kind of was like the suburb of the time. That was saying it was the the first residential neighborhood in the area and that it was like the beginning of of Adams coming out of downtown. And it was like the first first neighborhood going towards the ocean. Yeah. And he also gave us a recommendation of a Laurel and Hardy movie where you can actually see them driving down. What was it like a West glorious Adams. mistake or something? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. He said a the title a couple mess. times. It's like a mess or a mistake. Yeah, and they're uh, running around the mansion, the front, like to the facade of the the front. But when they're driving down West Adams, it's supposed to be very lush with a lot of like palm trees and plants and I, stuff. So we have to watch. That. Never been interested in a Laurel Hardy movie love until today, Hardy, and yeah. now I'm like, oh, I definitely want to see the this neighborhood in its prime. So like 1914, there was just other important mansions and other important families flexing their wealth because mm-hmm. you have to remember there was a huge population explosion between like 1880, 1890, and like the the teens. Like mm-hmm. that's when all, all of LA is like built in 1920 for the most part. Yeah. Right. Right. There was a, a that was the sort of beginning of all that, and this house was just built to entertain. And there's a lot of the muses, and um, they were patrons of the arts, so there's definitely a, a nod to that within their their home. And they said that they still do filming, but because they have such a a big production scan, um, they said Scandal got just shot there. <laughs> yeah, but they have such a big production schedule with their own things um, that that they can only do short term shoots because they don't want to get in the way of their practice. Yeah, and so the in 1937. Director and choreographer Busby Berkeley bought the villa and he added additional glamour to the property's history. I like that he kept a lot of the old Italian glamour too. Yeah, he didn't didn't really he added a few things, but it was like this is a house meant for entertaining. I yeah, mean with its I like spaces. the wine cellar down below then just turned into a little mini theater for him. I know. I wish so, we could have seen that. I, know, I wish we could have gone upstairs. I kind of really wanted to where he was like, And here up there is that solarium where you have this like grand view all the way to Pacific Palace. Can we just Palisades. talk about solarium being the best word? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we just really wanted a solarium. It's another life goal. 
of I've mine. Always wanted a solarium. Always a solarium. So in the 50s, the building was turned into a retirement home for doctors. And then the movement of spiritual inner awareness, which is the the spiritual movement that owns the mansion, they bought it in 1974 and they use it as their headquarters. They have lovingly restored it over the years. And then they added the, um, he said that originally it was a very Italian garden and then um, they had switched over. The doctors made it kind of tiki with a bunch of um, lava <laughs> rock installations yeah and i really wish they kept that too but you said that there was one lava rock left over there was one one sculpture (laughs) in the garden and then they put in um this uh meditation labyrinth which is that was really cool um which i when i thought labyrinth initially i thought it was gonna be like a hedge maze labyrinth with like hands coming out and david bowie in the middle yeah exactly with like lots of muppets coming you know (laughs) i mean to keep this puppet theme alive um no but it was just like on the pavement And it literally was just kind of like that labyrinth shape. And I got, I kind of like that people were using it when we got there. So he kind of explained it to us. It made it a lot less intimidating because they clearly had been there before because they weren't on our tour with us. Like, so they had dropped in to clear their minds and do the the meditation trail. But it's based on a French um, well-known labyrinth maze, meditation maze. Um, So that's what the sort of the inspiration of the geometry was. Mm. And we, went, we finished our tour through the gardens, which are just absolutely gorgeous. And the, the house is slightly elevated, which I didn't realize Adams was, because you can actually see up over all the neighborhoods and the palm trees almost all the way out to yeah, the Yeah, and imagine in that ocean. solarium what we would have seen. I know. If only we could get up in that darn solarium. Next time, we will. But it was great because the, then the, the medita- we did do the, the labyrinth mm-hmm. and you walk out the way you come in and it's, it's two-tone marble and you're, and you're supposed to stay in the, the lighter color and you, mm-hmm. you trace and then... In silence and you have to think and kind of like meditate or chant in your mind about what you want to come to, to peace with. Yeah, he said to set an intention mm-hmm. and just uh, the thing that you want to, you know, it's it's a prayer, it's a it's a question you have, and th- that God walks with you essentially. And, mm-hmm. they, and then they, the whole like the twists and turns of the labyrinth also is supposed to like keep your mind stimulated at at the same time of you kind of just putting that out there, that energy from your mind, I which thought, I, I liked. I liked, I liked it too because it was kind of like the shower principle, you know, where <laughs> when your mind is slightly occupied but also kind of neutrals when you come to these big conclusions and i mean there's there's actually like not it's not just the shower but you know like when you're driving without the radio or like when you're occupied with something that gives your mind a little something to do it Mm -hmm. like it goes into neutral and then there's all this like like subterranean thinking going on oh yeah so a lot of like epiphanies come out that way (laughs) like aha moments that's almost what this does it's it's simple enough to follow along but it's hard enough that it keeps you present and and uh it was really interesting yeah it was fun they have um then they have like a, a lower portion of the garden that you can sit and meditate in for as long as you want. Yeah, their gardens were really pretty. 12 water features, you said? Oh, I don't know. I was like, he so said some number and it sounded enamored by just like all the fountains and wind chimes. And I was just like, this is just so delightful. He also warned us that the koi fish have been fed regardless of what they tell you. And they really did come up and chomp their lips at us like they were starving. It was kind of scary. <laughs> fish <laughs> are scary. We're so hungry. Eat us. It is enchanting down there, though. I can see it just like going down there and just hanging out. It's jaw-dropping i mean it really is uh, like just an absolute oasis it's so lovely and then was his name kevin okay so yeah, when we call kevin. him kevin 
He was our tour guide. He's actually lived there for, so they have the wings that were added in the the 50s for the doctors. um, They're almost like little hotel rooms. And so they have people that come and stay and and trade service for for sort of room and board. And then they um, continue to practice their, their teachings and the sort of like the doctrines of what they are. And he said that he had lived there for 24 years. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, it is incredible, and it's a it's a lovely, a bad serene place. place. It's like that's how they get you. Like I think so. Like okay, so what do I have to sign over that I can live in this mansion? <laughs> like I sounds good. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and they did say that uh, the food is open to the public. Yeah, they have lunch, a lunch buffet, and a dinner buffet. And he was like, it's like all go organic and vegetables and fruit and meat. <laughs> yeah, it's eight dollars for lunch, twelve dollars dinner. dinner. I, these are the things I remember. I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. Like yeah, we should totally do if, that. If we had uh, if we had a little bit more time, I'll have to find out what time they they serve their meals. But if, they, if we had a little more time, we would have done it for today for Shirzy. Yeah. And he said that if you just check in yeah. when when you check into the garden and let them know that you're interested in eating, they'll make sure because sometimes they have more people than usual. So as long as they have the food to spare, they would love to have you for lunch. Yeah. And also, because we didn't have time to stay, they said that they were having a little intro sound bath. A little 20-minute intro sound bath, mm-hmm. um, which would have been really cool. But we'll have to go back and do I mean, I would like to do the, the big one again. Because when they do this, even though they didn't really um, get too much into the movement of spiritual inner awareness, it's kind of akin to um, the transcendental meditation that everybody's into where you got an alm and it's about this so even in the sound bath we did do some chanting of some of the sound their sacred sounds and then like whenever you chant it always is like such a powerful feeling with the harmony Mm -hmm. i always really love that even though i don't really do a lot of that kind of thing um and so they they gave us um some fantastic literature and they also do if you go on their website they do a bunch of things that you can download or stream, which are sermons. And then in the sound bath that I did, which was the evening thing, it's about two hours long. They also did play some recordings of uh, John Rogers, who's one of their founders, mm-hmm. um, who's since deceased, but like still obviously lives down and his teachings are very important. So, oh, yeah. And in their FAQs on their website, it says, are you a cult? And they say, no, we are not a cult. So that's, that's when, settled. When, yeah. <laughs> they have a nighttime events we saw pictures with people holding candles it looked really cool really cool and it just it was um very pleasant i cannot wait to go back yeah maybe we should go for dinner and then stay for like the nighttime festivities i think it might get a little bit more culty at night maybe <laughs> well we'll just keep going until we find the call okay yeah <laughs> and then make our way up into the solarium what is the solarium called at night lunarium lunarium <laughs> i don't know i probably moonarium <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> um, That's settled and glad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll definitely be back. It, I liked how empty it was when we went to. It's kind of yeah. Like it was really intimate. There was like a mansion. lot of there's people people doing things in the corners, and there was definitely signs of life. I felt very peaceful there, and it was really beautiful. There was one other person on the tour, and I like she seemed really interesting too. And yeah, she meditated in the garden as we left. As we were squawking. <laughs> yeah. Squawking, yeah. So it was a great way to start the day. It really was. And it's something that's been on my to-do list for a long time. And I'm so glad that we got to do it. And uh, I can't wait to go back. I would highly recommend it to anyone that, that has a, a few hours and wants to have a, a want a tour of a beautiful mansion. And yeah, it's free and they have parking. They have parking. I mean, there it's you free. You just have beautiful to. outdoors. I don't know if it's like a good date destination might be kind of like too preachy to go on a date people are gonna be like what like what are you really religious or 
Or you guys both sign up and then you get married in the cold. Like, <laughs> and then there you have it. It could either go real well. Are we going to start doing that? Like, would, would you take someone on a date here? Yeah, I'm kind of like going through like the checklist in my mind. Yes, there's parking. Yes, it's free. Yes, I would take a date here. <laughs> yes, there's food. No, uh, there isn't alcohol. It's you're kind of like on Yelp. You're, yeah, you're, you're not allowed to bring your own food. They're very clear about that. Yeah, I because we keep finding these secret gardens on our field trips, I'm going to have to bring my wine suitcase with us wherever we go. We need, we need to really start doing that and being like really taking that seriously. This right, this wine suitcase life. I think so. <laughs> it's just, it's very important. Um, so would you recommend this to other people? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I will be back. So I think any place that I would be back, I would recommend to other people because I would like to bring them there. Yeah, it's a uh, secret and pretty and free. It's, it's all our favorite things. Yeah. And our drink pairing with this field trip has to be wine because everything was wine. It was a wine themed. <laughs> there was a Bacchus, god of the wine painting in the dining room. Yes. Uh, yeah, the freeze above the... Yeah, and a lot of cherubs and a lot of grapes. So I think a wine sangria with fruit. He made it sound great, but there was cherubs all over because they had seven kids and only one survived. So he's like, the cherubs might actually be their deceased children. (laughs) And he said it so upbeat that I was like, oh, cute. Wait, huh? (laughs) It just occurred to me right now how morbid that could be that you would fill your house with cherubs when all your kids keep. I mean, this is a different time. Yeah, (laughs) and I did like that the, the lady of the house initially had her face painted on the ceiling of the living room. I'm down with that. And he was like, wouldn't that be nice to do? I was like, yes, actually, that is something I would love to I'm going to paint my face on the, on the ceiling of my solarium. <laughs> just you <laughs> smiling with a bunch of cherubs feeding you grapes. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> doing the chandelier. I'll be like winking and also doing like the, the gun finger like, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just be doing the like, hey, <laughs> like, you're doing Fonzie thoughts. <laughs> All right. Well, I cannot wait for us to get a solarium so we can paint our faces on it because this is really a good plan. All right. Well, this is Mystery Cheese. Thanks for listening. Uh, MysteryCheese.com. We have uh, pictures and things you can listen to. And Mystery underscore Cheese on Instagram where you can follow us on our stories and see some behind the scenes looks. Do it. Do it.